It's Friday night and the mood is right. Gonna have some fun, show you how it's done, DGIF. Welcome to week number 233. It's a lot of episodes of Two Guys in the Fridays podcast. My name is Steven. That over there is Travis. Many more to come, Steve. Many, many more to come. We'll see what happens. Many more. Uh, welcome to the show. If it's your first time here, we watch TGIF. We talk about it. If you've been here before, you know that's the deal, and we're going to keep doing it. Yeah. Straight into the ground. Um, we got two episodes to watch this week. We got two uh, episodes that were in uh, reruns, step-by-step, step, and uh, the other one. What is the other one? Boy Meets World. They're in reruns. Boy Meets World. So we're just talking about family matters and hanging with Mr. Cooper. But before we do that, thank you, Nicole, for the theme song this week. Yeah, thanks, Nicole. TGIFcast at gmail.com. That's the email address. If you want to send in your own version of the theme song at TGIFcast on all social media for all updates, including the one we haven't posted yet, but we probably will. We are official for GalaxyCon. Yeah, we've got a time where they've got a room a day saturday night like 7 7 15 i think is when we're starting 7 7 15 it is yep, a great slot this time there's nothing really important at the exact same time you can go to the zero Aquatine, excuses go to the aquatine hunger force panel and then come right over to us that's that that's yeah. the plan and not only is there nothing during us but there's stuff all around us like you know so you can go do other things like you can go do something come see us go do something else like it, it's it's infinite possibilities. You should definitely do other stuff before and after, but there's nothing to do during other than our panel. That is correct. That is correct. So we'll post all the details to that on uh, social media so you've got everything you need. Go ahead and get your pass. I think they still jump up in price possibly one more time. So grab those now. Come see us Saturday night, Richmond, March the 16th, GalaxyCon. Uh, if you've been there in the past, you know it's a good time, and uh, we don't plan on changing that. Yep, and we'll be in room E23, A and B. A and B, they expanded us again because we got such a big crowd. It's good enough. Yeah, they give it, they give it, always, they it's kind of always what it is. They should but, always do that. Yeah, yeah, it's on that side hallway. Just go up the escalator, and it's like right there. Easy. Peasy. Come see us. All right. Got that out of the way. Um it is also the same day where uh, Jaleel White's going to be doing his Q and A, so you can come early, get you know, see that, grab some lunch, uh, and then you know, hang out a little bit, go grab some dinner, come back, watch us. There's there's plenty of opportunity. It's a TGIF day, if you will. It's perfect. Um, all right, so we've got these two episodes to watch. They aired in '94. What was the actual date when they aired? Yeah, they would have aired Friday night, uh, March fourth, nineteen ninety four. So we do like to see what was going on in the world that week, 30 years ago. And uh, I got a couple stories, nothing crazy, crazy. Uh, okay. Mar- March 1st was the uh, the Grammys. We always talk about them whenever they come nice. up. The 36th annual Whitney Houston seemed to be like the big performer and and uh, winner and everything, right? She won what, album of the year, record of the year, album of the year. Yeah, it seems like And she, she opened well. the show, her performance too. So. Well, she didn't open the show. She no? She didn't open the show. Paul Simon opened the show. Uh, but she did perform. Oh, interesting how they have this here. Uh, the, are you looking at the, the Wikipedia page? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's awful. Whoever whoever 
whoever's passionate is to edit the Wikipedia page for the 36th annual Grammy Awards needs to some lessons in formatting and presentation. Like literally it says like she won this and this while opening the show with I will always love you. And then two lines down, Paul Simon was the first performer of the evening. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe she did open the show. I don't know. The Wikipedia page leaves a lot to be desired. So if you are listening, editor of the 36th annual Grammy awards, Wikipedia page, uh, go make some edits. Any other uh, TGIF often mentioned artists jump out at you? I mean, not really. I mean, there's stuff that we've definitely talked about throughout the year. Celine Dion, Mariah Carey, uh, you know, but nobody that like I feel ties to TGIF. Why does you two always have to win? They're good, especially back in the nineties. What they beat though? What? Which one are you looking at? New- oh, best alternative music performance. I mean, sure. Nirvana in Utero, Aria Modem. I mean, those are all good albums. Even that Belly album is a really good album, even though it's probably the least well-known out of those five. But you two just always wins because they're really good. They they get a lot of they get a lot of hate for old people I guess. like Aria or like you uh, two. That's the problem. I love you two. I love you two. Gross. So. A lot of good albums there, though. A lot of good albums for Best Alternative. Uh, March 2nd, keeping it in the music theme. Uh, they decide, I don't know if it's still going. I'm assuming they didn't like pull them up or anything. But Miami, Florida began a Latin walk of fame, and they gave out their first star to Gloria Estefan. I think she was there. I think she was presenting. She's got to be like there, the right? Best Tropical. Hold on. Oh, you're talking about the Grammys, not at the, per, yeah, not at the, yeah, I bet well, she was at the, uh, in Miami on the second as well. Uh, yeah, she wasn't, she, she wasn't presenting that, that award. So, so yeah, yeah. I mean, cool. That's great. Is, can you still visit it? I got to, right? I mean, I'm sure it's still there. Like, you yeah. don't just like get rid of it. Tear them up. Jamie Foxx is on the Miami Walk of Fame. Really? Oh, isn't it, it's real. is it really a Bayside market? Is it different than the Latin Walk of Fame? Are there are there two Walk of Fames in Miami, or they could just come? Oh, there might them? be. This is the this says Miami Walk of Fame, Latin Walk. It might be the same. Cayocho Walk of Fame. Oh, that might be the. What does Cayocho mean? Something eight. Ocho's eight. Eighth Street. I think that might be what is now what they call the Latin Walk of Fame now. Hmm. In Little Havana. In Little Havana, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I don't know. All right, go visit it if you want. You can step on Gloria yeah, Estefan. This looks, this looks more like more like what what we're looking for here. I don't even know who Thalia is. All right, cool. What a story. Uh, and then I got one more for you. <laughs> Not a really important launch, but it happened anyways. The... Uh, Columbia STS-62 went up and uh, did a bunch of scientific stuff. Hey, man. Science is important. I don't even know what this means. The primary payloads were the U.S. Microgravity Payload 2 and Office of Aeronautics and Spice Technology 2. Cool. You can read all the mission highlights and launch highlights at (laughs) (laughs) NASA.gov. Highlights, lowlights. All the, all there were the, no low lights, except that uh, there was a little bit of a delay due to weather, and it didn't launch exactly at the time they wah, said. Wah. That's about it. Oh, well. That's what I got it, for it, news. What do you got for movies and music? So back in its fourth week of release, taking on Deadly Ground off its number one pedestal, 
Ace Ventura Pet Detective. So, well-deserved, because On Deadly Ground sucked. And Ace Ventura is a much better movie. Uh, and Celine Dion, Power to Love is still number one. Still got it for a couple more weeks. So, that's it. No birthdays. Nothing like that. I'm ready to go. All right. Let's do it. Do it. Like we said, we got two episodes to talk about. We're starting at 8.30, because no boy meets world. It's Family Matters. No, no, we're starting at 8. Family Matters comes on at 8. Boy Meets World is 8.30. Jeez, it's one of those days. Uh, Family Matters Season (laughs) 5, Episode 19. That's What Friends Are For is the name of the episode. Starts off. We got Carl, like he's always doing. He's reading the paper in the living room. And what happens? Steve comes over. He's looking for Laura. Carl's like, I'm not telling you where she is. He's like, oh, well, don't worry. I came prepared. And then he brings out what looks like a VCR, but he says it's a photo CD player where he can show Carl tons of pictures from his most recent trip. Hundreds. To the Wisconsin Cheese Festival. And you can tell Carl is already about to break before he even shows him the first photo. But as he gets through these photos, it gets worse and worse on Carl. He's showing pictures of him with the cheese queen. And then what breaks him is 483 picks of each entry of cheese into the competition. Carl screams. Snaps. Ah, she's at the mall. She's wearing boots and a jacket. And then uh, Steve's like, I knew you'd crack. Pretty good. Nothing to do with the episode. Except that has nothing to do with anything. Also, I love cheese. I'm a big fan of cheese. Ooh. These were the most boring unappetizing cheeses. cheese pictures I've oh, ever seen. Oh, you don't like the pics? I, I don't even know if unappetizing is the right word because that kind of implies that they were gross. They I, were gross. I'd eat just every like, one of them. I'd eat them, but they also looked like so boring. Like the, he the got worst, through about six or seven pictures. Wait till he gets the, the crazy worst ones. pictures of cheese. They weren't like even artfully like. like he was in the boring cheeses. He was like ricotta, or not even ricotta. It was like Romano. Cheddar. I don't know if it's that. American. Yeah. But they had cool names. Yes. He was like, anyways. A ravishing piece of Romano cheese. All right. Theme song. We come back. Meh. It's uh, it's ladies' night. We're playing some poker and uh, we don't have chips. We're betting sample bottles of perfume. Play it. Why not? Um, final hand that we get to see. Laura lays down a straight. She starts swiping up all those uh, sample bottles, but then Harriet shows her flush, and they couldn't even edit this right. Did you notice this? No. She lays down her five cards, and they're not even all red. There's like a black <laughs> ace in there. I didn't. I'm I like, jeez, come on, guys. That's um, so then the guys get home, and they are carrying Eddie on their shoulders. You got Carl, you got Steve, you got Waldo. Eddie on top, and we find out Eddie got accepted into college. He's going to the Chicago University, and he got a scholarship. I don't know how this happened. Probably basketball, but it happened. Or like he wrote a good essay about his, you know, struggles and his fights with gangs and corrupt police officers, and (sighs) and you know, he's he's led he's led quite the life. Everyone is happy. Everyone is celebrating except for one person. You see Waldo in the corner, and he is real sad. He's, uh, we've seen this episode on Where I Live. 
Did we? Like someone got to college and was leaving and got said? Yeah, remember like the tall guy, the like the good basketball player, like the like the oh, like the only successful one. He yeah, he got into he got into ba- uh, school and the other uh, what's his name? Like the main character was like, I'm never gonna see you again. You're just selling out. Blah 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 blah. And it's like, dude, your buddy's going to college. Chill out. We did see this, didn't we? So yeah. Uh, we go a little later. We got we're in the kitchen now. Carl and Harriet are in there. Carl is just scarfing down some ice cream. He says he's celebrating. He's just celebrating, and that means just eating ice cream until he dies. Yeah, and uh, Harriet, she sees some problems, and this is where we get our diss of the week. <laughs> you keep eating like that, you got to be wallowing in it. Oh, lighten up, Jenny Craig. <laughs> I'll have you know this hot fudge is non-fat. The ice cream is non-fat, and the sprinkles on top are non-fat. Everything in here is non-fat. Except the container. <laughs> All right, so Harriet also tells Carl that while she was out, she ran into uh, Nellie Capelli or Nellie Chapelli or something like that. And uh, it, she's like the girlfriend or the wife of some uh, other yeah. cop I mean, yeah. that's also running or also thinking about uh, applying to be lieutenant. Right. And she mentions that uh, there's this big lieutenant test, and she want, she's wondering if he's taking it. And then he gets real upset, like, about the question if he's taking the test. Yeah, I mean... He does. Of, he, he does. He does. He does. He absolutely does. He's got a lot of uh, internal things to work through about this whole test. Yeah, so he gets so upset, he's like, that's it. I need to go outside. I need to go for a walk. Goes outside. Three seconds later, comes back inside. I changed my mind. I'm going to bed. <laughs> all right, Carl. Um, all right. So from here, we go to the Mighty Weenie. Um, we're in the drive-thru. We see Steve's work in the drive-thru. Um, funny little scene here, I guess, of like an older guy and a younger girl. And Steve's like really questioning the relationship. Yeah. Like, oh, that's your daughter, niece. I don't, yeah, it's it's a weird scene. It's a little weird. Um, it's closing time inside. Everyone's getting ready to leave. Urkel's trying to hang out with Eddie. Eddie's like, eh, I don't really want to do that. And then he goes over to Waldo. Hey, Waldo, you want to hang out? But Waldo is still bummed. He's still upset that Eddie is going to college. And uh, I don't think this is going to end. He's not dropping it. Yeah, I mean, he, he really kind of, this is where he really tells Eddie, like, I'm, I'm upset you're going to school. You're just going to leave me here. You know, what am I going to do? Blah, blah, blah. And You're going to be at school and you're going to be at frat parties and throwing stuff yeah. out windows and hitting Stuffing on girls. And, uh, phone booths. And I'm just going to be here and I'm going to miss out on all of it. And you know what? I think we should just end our friendship right now. And he's like, all right, fine. See you later, Waldo. <laughs> See you. I'm going to college. All right. End of scene. Next scene, though, uh, we've got Steve. Uh, he's getting over to the Winslow's house. And... Uh, He's trying to get Laura to hang out with him because Eddie wouldn't do it. So now he's trying to get Laura to hang out with him. Right. And Laura's actually worried about her dad as well because um, this whole lieutenant test about like her. I I guess her mom told her about how he freaked out when she brought it up. And now she's worried about her dad as well. Yeah. So she doesn't know what to do, and Steve's like, "Laura's been, by the way, Laura's been playing this character lately in a lot of episodes, where she kind of like is the one that brings the concern to the, like she's kind of like the bridge between the problem and like 
bringing it to the family. Have you noticed that? Like with the Steve, when he was going to get expelled as one that comes to mind immediately, like, like, I don't know. She just is starting to play this character where she's like, I, there's this problem. There's this thing that's bothering me, family. What do we do about it? Laura's doing that? Or are they coming yeah, to her? Laura. Like saying, Laura. hey. Well, in this case, it's more of like Harry going to Laura and saying, hey, Laura, there's this problem. What can you do about it kind of thing? Or but then, like, but then Laura, I don't, okay. For some reason, I had in my mind that Laura was more of like the driver of that conversation. No, I don't even think she knew what happened until Harriet came to her and okay. told her what happened. Right. But fair enough. Anyways, Steve steps up. He's like, you know what? I'm the smartest person that anyone knows around here. I'll talk to him. Heads out of the house and breaks a whole bunch of stuff. Breaks a bunch of stuff. So next scene, we've got Carl coming downstairs. It's the morning. Should we bring a pane of glass? I know we didn't break oh, glass geez. in the scene, but should we bring like a pane of like breakaway glass to GalaxyCon just to see if he can like when we take a photo with him, just like hey, jump run, through this, run through it. He or would something. never ever do it. He would totally do it. He won't even come on the show. He well, I mean that's probably for that's probably a smarter decision. So Carl comes downstairs, it's the morning, he's coming to get the paper, he opens the door, sees the paper is not there, yells at the paper boy, hey, where are you at? And then the paper boy throws the paper and hits him in the gut, I think. Yeah. Um, Carl goes inside with his, like, 40-pound paper. This is definitely a Sunday, I can tell you that. <laughs> and he is struggling to open up this paper, he eventually does, and then Steve comes out from the kitchen. And not only does he just come out of the kitchen, he has made breakfast for Carl. He's got on an apron, and he obviously has a mission right now. He does. So Steve tells him um, that it's uh, it's all brain food that he's made for him because uh, I think there's fish in there, right? And he's like, you're going to eat this food, and you're going to be ready to study for this test, and I'm going to help you study. And, of course, Carl gets mad. Well, well, she also kind of says like, hey, you've got fear of failure. And that's what I think what really kind of makes Carl upset. Yeah. Kind of specifically being called out as being like scared to even try. Yeah. And Steve tries to like pump up his confidence level a little bit, offers to help him study. But Carl just starts yelling and says, go home, Steve. So. Steve goes to walk out the door. He's not even going to try anymore. And as he's walking out, Estelle is coming over. And uh, I think she goes right to Carl, right? And asks uh, what the problem is. But she knows what the problem is because Harriet's already talked to her too. Yeah. She knows that he doesn't want to take this test. And uh, she, it's funny because she brings up the uh, the FOF as well. Like it's this common term, but the fear of failure. Right. Um, so she knows about the test. Carl tells her that she, that he doesn't have a fear of failure, but then he admits, he's like, yeah, maybe I do. Steve's right. And he just says that he just doesn't want to let anyone down. He doesn't want to fail this test. And then all these people around him, especially like he mentions his father, like, uh, his father would be so proud if he did it, but he'd be so upset if he didn't do it. And Estelle's like, that's not true. Your father would be proud of you if you tried your best. It's not that you have to succeed. It's just that you try your best. Well, even more specifically, his dad was a lieutenant. And so he kind of sees that as his natural next step. And that's kind of even more of a pressure for him to to get this done. He's also been talking about it for like a season and a half, too. And then like all of a sudden, oh, I'm not doing it anymore. 
You, has he? I, I'm, I feel that's like not a, when uh, Bartol okay. was like moving or something. Murtal, yeah. Bartol. I mean, I, I never really got the impression that that he was like clamoring to be a lieutenant. Yeah, I thought but. they. I thought it had been mentioned that like that it's just okay. gonna that's happen right. kind of thing. Like I never doubted that it wasn't gonna happen, but look up. But yeah, um, that's where we leave that. So the next scene is uh, Eddie in the kitchen, and he's cooking up some like pasta or something like that. Waldo, yes. Waldo comes over, find out that Eddie invited him over, and uh, this spaghetti. He like Waldo gets a little excited when he sees it, and Eddie invites him over to do his thing on the pasta. So Waldo goes over to the other side of the kitchen island and starts. Uh, Real quick, this is one of my this there. This was one of my, the funniest Waldo moments, like the actual cooking part of it. No, 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 no. no. When he gets to the house, oh, remind me, please. So he he knocks on the door. Oh yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah, open. yeah, yeah. And he's like, it's open. And Waldo's like, like smashes himself into the door, and then he opens it. He's like, why'd you lie to me? Like it was like yeah, and open. you like you can like see Waldo's thoughts. Like yeah. he's like, are you sure it's open? Then he's like, all right, I'm gonna trust you, Eddie. And then yeah. just walks directly into the door. I'm not doing this scene justice, and it's only like five seconds, but I thought it was so. It hilarious. is good. Yeah, I, I mean, I completely remember now that you mention it. Yeah. So once Waldo gets inside, he goes inside. He starts cooking this pasta, and then he's like full on like. Uh, I want to say Salt Bay, but what's the other guy? Emeril Lagazi, like Salt Bay combo, like putting in sprinkles, flipping spices, sliding them over his like hand and like dropping them off the top of his hand, and like it's just super artfully and it's chopping some peppers up. Like Waldo is a chef. Like he might not be like an official chef yet, but this guy, this is his talent. This is his passion. Yeah, exactly. And that's the main reason that Eddie had Waldo come over. He wants to show Waldo. That he can do something. Maybe he's not going to the Chicago Institute or whatever Eddie's going to. But Eddie brings out an application. He says that uh, he's got a gift for Waldo. And he wants him to apply for culinary school. Well, part of the other part of the rest of the conversation, too, is that he's like, hey, look, we have always said that when we graduate high school, we're going to get an apartment together and we are still going to do that. He's like, and this is something that I that kind of bothered me the whole time is Waldo's big thing is like, you're going to go to college and leave me behind. He's in Chicago. And he, he's in Chicago. <laughs> like, he's not going anywhere. Um, and, but, yeah, that, this is part of Eddie's whole like conversation, his argument is like, look, man, we're still we can still get an apartment together. And I found you the school. I found you culinary, like a culinary school you can go to like. I don't know. He kind of tries to just talk Waldo off that ledge. Yeah, and I think Waldo, his, like, thing was, you're going to go live in a dorm or you're going to go live in a frat house and I can't sure, go sure, there sure. kind of thing. But Waldo looks at the application, he gets excited, and he decides to fill it out right there to make his dreams come true. Right. And the uh, filling out of the application is pretty funny as well. <laughs> I For some reason, this scene has, like, when he started doing this, I was like this scene i remember I, maybe because it's kind of a recycled joke but it was still it was still pretty he's like going through the application he's like name, name check got one of those <laughs> address, address got one of those too and i forget what he says when he gets to sex he says something it's like, like hopefully soon yeah something like that so yeah um after that uh we go back to carl carl's getting home harriet says that uh hey uh the mail got here and uh i got to it before you did and oh and i opened it all by the way too. well he says she says something where carl is like 
Oh man, did you get another lingerie catalog? Don't worry, those girls are all like <laughs> models and stuff don't like that. Them, don't, don't let, let that bother make, you. Yeah, don't let them make you feel bad. And she's like, "No, I got your results for your lieutenant exam." And you passed. Congrats. They hug, they kiss. She says, "I've always wanted to kiss a lieutenant," and that's the end of the episode. Right. Credit scene, uh, Eddie at the Mighty Weenie flirting with some customer. Uh, she tells him, um, uh, I'm just trying not to laugh at that stupid hat you got on. And so, and then, so she blows him off. And then, uh, some old lady that we've seen in like every show, I feel like. What, where have we seen her? She's been in a bunch. She has been in a bunch of Family shows. Matters, I, for I, sure. I, right? I'm not sure. I mean, she's been, I think she's been in, in Family Matters like three or four times, different people. But. Is it the same old lady from, uh, The Wedding Singer, that movie? Uh, she had that woman has been in a recent episode, but I don't. No, 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 no. The, the movie, The Wedding Singer, Adam Sandler. I, no, no, and, uh... I know, I know, I know, I know, I know exactly who you're talking about. She, I think that woman has been in a movie recent or been in a show recently, but I don't know if this is her. I, I, I'll pull it. I'll pull it up. So she tells him, um, "Hey, Eddie, or manager guy, all this food sucks. Like, uh, this was burnt. This is overcooked. This was salty, and this blah blah." And then Eddie's like. See you tomorrow, and she's like, "You betcha." Nah, that that's it. That's your little bonus scene. Yeah. Um. Very recognizable. I got to pull it up right for here. sure. Pull it up right here. Uh, Ellen Albertini Dow. Let's see. She is the woman from the Wedding Singer. You are correct. Okay. Uh. She's been a billion see. things though. Yeah, I mean, she's she is that actor from the nineties, eighties. Probably well, well, well before then. Um, TGIFY. She died in 2015, 101 years old. Four episodes of Family Matters as a different character in every episode. All right. No step-by-step this week. We're going right to 930. It's Hanging with Mr. Cooper, Season 2, Episode 19. Pros and Convicts is the name of the episode. Starts off, we got Geneva showing off her juggling skills to Nicole, yeah. and they are pretty good. Better than I can do. Uh, they're real good. I've always wanted to learn how to juggle, and I always get close, and I just can't get there. I got once. I got a. I got one cycle once. I can get a couple cycles sometimes, but uh, yeah. I no can't can't keep it going. But yeah, Nicole's pretty impressed. I mean, her mom's really good. Coop gets home. She doesn't make the funny joke, though. She's like, I could see why you'd rather be doing this than going out on Saturday nights like Mark and Vanessa. Yeah, so they're out, and then they start getting home. Coop gets home, says he loves Saturday nights, talks about some girl that he was with. Vanessa and Thad get home, and uh, Vanessa tells Geneva, you know what? We need to plan a girls' night out. You and me, let's do this. All right, sounds good. Theme song would come back. Coop's babysitting Nicole so Vanessa and Geneva can go out doorbell rings it's tyler apparently uh coop's watching him now because his parents went to a i think to a hotel or something that's what he says they went to the motel uh pj comes over tells coop uh hey coop i made you a finalist for this contest where the winner gets to go to france to study i mean i wouldn't really call it a contest i think it was they were going to go to france to teach she was trying to figure out who the best person was. She gets to send somebody from the school, and uh, it's between him and Thad is what it looks like. Right. And because uh, Thad is fluent in French and Coop's not, she's kind of leaning towards Thad right now. Yeah. Thad has all of the checkboxes of Mark for some reason is still in the running. Um, 
Vanessa and Geneva come downstairs and they head out for their girls' night. Yes. Uh, which we see them arrive at this bar. I think this was Geneva's pick, right? This was not Vanessa's pick of where to go because Geneva's kind of that. hyping it up and Vanessa's like acting like this place sucks. Like, why are we here? So, Vanessa's trying to give Geneva some tips of, like, how to flirt with guys, what to do, that kind of thing. And um, at the same time, there is this guy at the bar that looks over at them every once in a while. So, maybe this guy's got some interest in Geneva. They go to the bathroom, and then we actually go over to this guy and the bartender talking. We find out a few things here. We find out he's a cop. We find out he does like... A vice cop. A what cop? A vice cop. What's a what's a vice cop? Undercover. Vice cops are the ones that like specifically like do like like hookers and. Oh, I didn't even know that. That part of that part of the world. I've never watched Miami Vice. Show. Well, I mean, that's not movie. that's not the only place they've ever mentioned. That's the only place cops. I know the word vice from. Yeah, vice cops, and, and and you know, I would I would think that probably like. Wait, but in Miami Vice, gambling. aren't they just like undercover at a high school or something in the movie? I've never seen Miami Vice except for the movie, and the movie is like a straight comedy, so I don't know. All right, so this guy's trying to uh, find hookers and bust them. They go to the bathroom. And Prostitution, illegal gambling, human trafficking, uh, sexually oriented, oriented business inf- uh, enforcement. Those are kind of the the purview of, of vice cops. All right. This guy's got some interest in Geneva, though. We thought it might be, and it is true. He mentions it to the bartender. They do mention, like, uh, does he think something's up with Vanessa at this point? Because I know they talk. He thinks Vanessa. He immediately thinks she's a hooker. Okay. Yes, he immediately thinks she's a hooker. All right. And uh, he also mentions that he's really looking for a nice girl. And he thinks maybe Geneva's a nice girl. Yes. Back to the house. Nicole and Tyler are having a pillow fight in the uh, living room that Coop's got to stop. And then uh, Coop's got a book. He's trying to learn French because he wants to go on this trip. Good luck, man. Uh, back to the bar. Vanessa and Geneva are talking about the guy at the bar still. Vanessa is giving Geneva some uh, advice on what she can do to go over and talk to him. And she's like, no, you don't talk to him yet. What we need to do is we need to walk around the bar. Just walk with me. Just follow me. So they start walking. They get up. Um, she's doing everything she can to try to help Geneva. But at the same time, it seems like maybe Geneva would just be better off doing things on her own because this guy is interested in her. But then, like, Vanessa seems to be messing it up a little bit. See, I didn't get that at all. I didn't think Vanessa was doing anything weird or wrong or, like, I mean, they look kind of overdramatic. Like, that's, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like, it's too much. But it's not that. I don't think it's – I don't – like, the the leap that we're about to get into here that the guy makes at the bar to what they're doing to me is just – wild um i I don't think this isn't one of those situations where i like we see in like perfect strangers where where um uh larry is like really overdoing it yeah to you know with balky i think that she's just being i don't think she's being that that crazy i think it's just kind of normal stuff maybe overdone a little bit for tv but not not anything wild so vanessa i think they both go sit at the bar, but then Vanessa gets up and Thank says, you. like, she's got to go to the bathroom again or something right. like that. Yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. So she leaves Geneva alone with this guy, and this is where it starts to turn. Uh, it starts with Vanessa, or Geneva just being real clumsy, like knocking things over, stuff like that. 
it's actually it was a really good in like it was a really good icebreaker i feel like she knocks over this like bowl of pretzels that's in between her and the guy and that kind of gets them both talking i thought it was a really i mean if she didn't on purpose i thought it would have been really smart is that your move no so geneva starts talking to this guy and the things she say that she says makes him believe that she too may be a prostitute and it's not even like she's saying anything crazy well, only because he's already there. He already thinks that. And so everything she's saying seems to fit into what he already thinks about her and Vanessa. Did you write down any, like, quotes or anything? Do you remember anything She's specific? like, this, you know, it's been a while since I've been, you know, it's been, I've been That's out of the right. business for a while. I'm nervous. I'm just getting back in. My friend says things will be okay. Um, you know, and then she talked, I don't know if we're getting, if I'm getting too far ahead of us. No, you're not at all. She starts talking about, like, you know, he's like, She's like, I can do all, I can do these tricks. Like, Cause he's like, can you do any tricks? And she's like, yeah, I can do this one. And like some, you know, I've been working on it. And now I can do it with my head, my leg behind my head. And, and no, she kind of, doesn't say that. She says she like, does. she says leg like in the air, like leg leg in the air. Yeah, cause, the, leg, cause leg like the, the juggling in the beginning, she lifted her yeah, leg yeah, yeah. up and juggled. Right, right. I'm sorry. Leg in the air, not like behind her head, but leg, leg in the air. Um, and but she's kind of, that so, might be the like, one where he's like, all right, that's it. Well, he asked, he, he's, she's like, I'm trying to, you know, maybe make some extra money. Oh, and he's yeah. like, well, well, how much, you know, what, what, what's your range? She's like, I don't know. Like 1995. He's like, you have been out of it for a long time. Um, and that's pretty much when he, when he arrested her. Hands behind your back. You're arrested for prostitution and your friend in the bathroom is too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sure. Back in the house. Coop. Still practicing French. Phone rings. Geneva calls from jail. They need Coop to come rescue him. Right. So Coop's like in a beret practicing French and like in a robe. He grabs the kids. They're in their pajamas. And the three of them are heading down to jail. I wrote down. Oh, and then we go back to the jail, right? So, whoa, 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 whoa. There's something important that happens here. Because there... as, as they are running out the door... He trips over Tyler's skateboard. Oh, um, I yeah, I didn't hurts, even get that. And hurts his leg. And so now he has a limp. And so when they roll up into the police station, he's walking with a limp. He's using a golf a, club, right? Start, yeah, golf club is a cane. He's got, like you said, this beret on, this like silk pajamas. He looks he's crazy. got a big tree. He, he looks like a pimp. That's the point. He's the the intention is that he is rolling in there looking like a nineteen seventies, like uh Dolomite style pimp. So they arrive at the jail in, in their full pajama and crazy get-ups. Uh, we see Vanessa and Geneva are in the cell. Vanessa's freaking out. Like, there's one other person in the cell. and like Feather. She... Yeah, Feather's in there with it. Feather is a prostitute, and she she has no qualms about that. Geneva is, like, playing it cool, but Vanessa's worried that Feather is just going to, like, kill her or something. And, like, hi... Vanessa's hiding in, like, the corner of this room. She's not violent at all. She's just no, like really not at all. flirty. Like she's like she seems like a really nice person to be stuck in the cell with, quite frankly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she's freaking out. She doesn't even look scary. She, she they show I thought it was hilarious. Like when they bring her in, she like shows this one tattoo she has on her shoulder, and that's like evidence of her badassery, like the single and Vanessa's like, like ah! <laughs> a tattoo. Um <laughs> the cop gets back into the room, the one that arrested them at the bar, and uh then Coop walks in, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
and they immediately think Coop is their pimp with this outfit. Um, robe, cane, well, golf club, beret, and... Oh, uh little, like, limp, the walk. He goes over and talks to the cop, and he's like, hey, what's it going to take to get these two out of here? And he, like, pulls out, like, a roll of cash, and is they're like, where's your ID? And he's like, oh, I don't have my ID. And then they arrest him for bribery. <laughs> so ridiculous. So now we've got Vanessa, Geneva, and Coop in jail with Tyler and Nicole just hanging out. They're having a great old time. They like get along with the cops. Some, some, I wish they had played this a little bit more, but Nicole recognizes Feather and calls her Miss Jenkins. Like maybe she's a teacher school at her teacher. school. Or yeah, that's what I got yeah. out of it. I mean, I don't know what else it would be, right? I don't either. I mean, maybe a neighbor. You know, it's you could call the lady down the street Miss Jenkins or somebody. But yeah, definitely Nicole recognizes her. Um, they try to ask Tyler and Nicole questions about uh, the three of them, but they don't really help out a whole lot. And well, I would go so far as to say they even like make like, it worse hurt, on them. Make it worse because they're they're honestly they're just messing around with Mark and because I think they were mad at Mark for something. They're just like mad that he dragged him down there, and so they were. Like trying to trying to make it well, worse Tyler kept mentioning throughout Tyler. the episode, like you're a mean old man, Mister Cooper, and like because yeah. it was like thing after thing, like the skateboard. Oh well, he also like, well, yeah, I mean, Mark didn't Mark threw his skateboard over the fence when he tripped. <laughs> Probably over. into his yard though, right? But, I mean, yeah, it was a good it was a good throw. I like that you could see it out the, out the yeah. window the whole time, like, like even landing over the other side of the fence <laughs> yeah. and everything. Yeah, it was a good shot. Um. I can't remember if I'm getting this out of order. I know uh, Tyler goes over and sits down with one of the other officers at some point. I don't know if that's here or if it's a little bit later. I don't either, but the officer, yeah, he does sit down and they're like looking in the computer. And the officer's like, yeah, I like to, I like to go and change the driving record of people that picked on me in high school. <laughs> and, and Tyler thinks it's the most hilarious thing. He's like, you are the best cop ever. <laughs> oh, it's, it wasn't, it'd be funny if it wasn't true. All right. Uh, so um, then... Uh, Thad arrives, I think. Or Coop, well, the Coop. one, the only other little piece before Thad arrives is that they're like letting him make phone calls. Like yeah, people are making phone calls. Mark's trying to get some people down there to to bail them. Who did Coop Thad. call? And, Benny? Uh, no, it wasn't Benny. It was somebody else. Is Benny a character in the show? Benny is a character. It's Benny. Be, it's, is, Benny is then. Don it's Benny. Don Cheadle. Okay. So he calls Benny. He's like, "Hey, I need you to go get my ID from my house and bring me some money to get us out of jail." Right. So as that call. And that's when Thaddeus arrives and he is in like a full trench coat glasses. He doesn't want anyone to see him at the jail. But he also kind of looks like either a pimp or like a John. He's got like a hat on with a feather coming out of it. it it's ridiculous. So Thaddeus tries to post bail and um, gives the ID. What did I, write? I don't even know. I did not understand this at all. He gives them his ID and says he specifically walks in the room and says, I'm here to post bail for these people. They ask for his ID. He gives them his ID. And then for some reason, and I cannot figure out couldn't for the life of me, figure this out. They immediately arrest him for solicitation. Well, he, like, he doesn't give him his, the, his real name. Like he says he some other real name. name at first, but still like we're how, solicit. Like, what are you? I don't, what, I what didn't know either. Sol- what is he soliciting? Is that like trying to get, a, you know, a service from Feather or anything. I, I I couldn't figure this one out at all. I don't know. Some, I, But they arrest him immediately. Yeah. So now all four of them are in the cell with Feather, right? Right. Mm-hmm. 
So we go about 20 minutes later. Um, Fat is freaking out in the cell. He's been in there too long. He thinks his career's over. And then PJ shows up. I guess that's who Thad used his call on, right? It has to be. I imagine. So PJ shows up, and PJ immediately starts threatening the cop. <laughs> Goes <laughs> over there, and she's like, I will get you out of it. You'll be doing security guard at the dump or something like that. She's, With- like, I, well, she's like, I know your boss. I, you let them go now, or else, yeah, I'm, you're sending them to the dump. And he's like, all right, I'll drop all the charges on th- these three, and then lets out Vanessa, Thaddeus, and Coop, leaving Geneva in the cell. Right. So, um, we also find out PJ's like, oh, Geneva, you're going to France. I decided to make you the winner of this thing. (laughs) Yes. So, Coop and Thaddeus are obviously upset about that. Um, All four of them leave, right? Just leaving Geneva back in the cell? Yeah. Yep. Um, and then well, I can't remember what happens here. I wrote Geneva goes to get donuts on the cop, but I don't think it was Geneva, was it? No, it was PJ. PJ. PJ, yeah. PJ goes um, to get donuts with the one that was helping Tyler, showing Tyler like how to right. screw up people's lives. And then Geneva's still in the cell. Um, the, the officer apologized, like, hey, look, I'm sorry for the misunderstanding. Yeah. But I'd love to make it up to you and take you out to dinner. Um, and she's like, oh, yeah. So weird, right? Weird that he would do that. Weird that he would do, well, maybe more weird that she would be okay with that. Like, she after wasn't. all she this. She never was. She never was. That, that oh, was that's, her saying that to get out of it. That's out right, of because then she punches him in the stomach as she comes out, yep. which, I mean, yep. you would think is like assault on a police officer. And well, that's the right whole thing. It's like she just got, like, falsely arrested for something, like, for all this BS. It was, like, harassed and hassled, and then she... Assault. But assault. was she okay? Because after she punches him, she's like, "Call me." Like maybe. I think she, she was. I think she was being. I think she was. I don't know. I don't think she was. I think she. I think she was. I think if he called her tomorrow, she'd go out on a date with him. Honestly. I think if, she, if he gave it a week and called her, he had a, he would have a good chance. I don't think tomorrow is. The, I think she needs a little bit more of a cool down period. But I think if you give it a week, she he's got. She's in. in. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. So that's the end of the episode. We do get a credit scene with uh, Coop going back to the jail cell. Um, he forgot something. What did he forget? His his golf club or his can? So yeah, some accessory. I wish I know what I wrote because it looks like I wrote C O C T. He forgot his coat contract. Coat coat. I like coat. All right, he forgot his coat. Um, it was something benign. It was something like unimportant. Uh, yeah, he did. He did forget his coat because Feather's still in there and she's wearing it. Oh yeah 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 yeah. And then, and then he's like, let me, yeah, let me get that coat back. And she's like, all right, but I'm not wearing anything underneath of it. And then uh, she's like, all right, he's like, all right, you keep it. And then uh, they arrest Coop again, right? Yes. Because Tyler changed Coop's driving record with the other cop. And now he's got a warrant out for his arrest. Well, and the reason they know this is because, so they arrest him, put him back in jail. He's like, yeah, we, you, you know, you got a warrant for all these outstanding traffic tickets. And, and Coop's looking oh, yeah. at the uh, list and it's like, Tyler, Texas, Tyler, France. Tyler, Australia. I've never been in any of these places. And then he yells Tyler because obviously Tyler did what the other guy was doing, changed his driving record, and uh, now Coop's in jail again. Abbreviated week. That's all we got. That's our two episodes for the week. Uh, this is the part of the show we rank them. We've only got two to do. We've got Family Matters, and we've got Hanging with Mr. Cooper. Um, Let me think. I'm ready. 
I, I've got Boy, Family Matters at number two and Hang with Scooper at number one. Yeah, as I, much get the, as the I get the premise, same. I get the same. As much as the premise for, for Coop was a little ridiculous, it was hilarious. It was a hilarious episode. And you, I was You can't forget, though, you loud. you really liked all the Waldo stuff in the last episode, too. Though. I like the, I mean, I like, I, I typically always like the Waldo stuff. I did like that one bit a lot, but the Hang with Mr. Cooper episode was. It was good. But it was really fun. One of the better ones in the last few weeks, for sure, for Cooper. I don't know. I've I've been. I, I feel like I've been in a rhythm with. I feel like Cooper's been in. A, we haven't had. I don't know if either of us have ranked Cooper at number one in the last few weeks. I could be wrong. Um, the last two or three weeks have been pretty strong generally. I would think. Yeah. Um. All right. So what do we got coming up next week? We're not at GalaxyCon yet. We got a couple weeks, right? Not yet. A couple weeks. Uh, I think even though it's coming up soon. Um. Yeah. So it's a short week. It is. Family Matters and Hangover Scoop are in reruns next week. So, Boy Meets World season one, episode fourteen. Step by Step season three, episode nineteen. So, two episodes for next week. All right, cool. Uh, thanks to Nicole once again for the theme song this week. Yeah, thanks, Nicole. TGIFcast at gmail.com if you want to email in your own at TGIFcast on all social media for updates of where we're going to be live, what we're doing on the show, all that kind of stuff. And we'll be back next week with two brand new episodes. Yeah, don't forget to come see us at GalaxyCon. March 16th. March 16th. 3-16, yeah, Stone Cold Day. 3-16, Stone Cold Day, March March 16th. Uh, what is it? Convention Center down, down in Richmond, Virginia. Yeah, that's it. All right, man. Have a good week, Steve. You got it, dude. It's Friday night, and the mood is right. Gonna have some fun, show you how it's done, DGIF. TBA podcast.